From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum, the Bartow and Trojan Arenas. From Veterans Memorial Stadium to Legion Field to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. And now, they invite you to join them inside the press box. Get ready for Chris Stewart. Throws it out. Norris left alone. Corner three. Red smoking hot. J.D. Byers. Three-step drop. Steps up. Looks. Swatted down. Set. Down he goes. Mike Grace. Curveball right back up the middle. They'll wave out and around third base. Slides in. The dogs have won it. And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. They're all here inside the Press Box. Welcome to the Press Box Podcast. For my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our Press Box radio show, heard on great stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. The show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today's guest, the head coach for the Alabama Crimson Tide baseball team, that's Brad Bohannon, who joined us ahead of a big weekend series against the Missouri Tigers. When we talk about SEC baseball, there's still a month left, a lot to be decided in SEC baseball as we chat with Brad Bohannon from the Alabama Crimson Tide. You know, I I reminded the kids the other day, hey, we still have 40% of our league schedule left. You know, you got four weekends out of 10. So even though it does seem like we're down the home stretch and it is a big weekend, there's still a lot of baseball left to be played. Brad, it's Chris. The uh, the game in Birmingham, uh, for the casual observer, may not seem like a big deal, but for your squad to come out and do some things consistently throughout the game on the offensive end had to give you uh, a boost of confidence coming into or back into the weekend for conference play. Yeah, momentum is big in college sports when you're dealing with young kids. And, you know, we, we didn't play very well Sunday at Kentucky. We, I mean, we just laid an egg after playing – one of our best games on Friday at Kentucky. So uh, just kind of challenged our kids and was excited to see us come out and play a really complete game. I mean, all three kids that, that pitched, executed pitches at a really high level and we made some outstanding defensive plays and a lot of hard contact up and down the lineup. So was excited to, to see us put together a, a full, uh, complete effort on Tuesday and certainly hopeful that we can carry that, that momentum into uh, tomorrow's game. Had struggles on the hill, and it's not with maybe the better way of putting it. You've had struggles getting guys to the hill because injuries have been the issue, not necessarily performance. In, but you've had to throw some young guys out there in some key moments that they weren't quite ready for because of the injuries. But I thought throughout the course of the the ball game, your staff as a whole threw really well against UAB. They've got some talent there with the Blazers, and and your guys seem to pitch really really well. Yeah, you know, Chris, I, I hate talking about the injury thing because, you know, it's part of sports and it sounds like you're making sure. excuses, you know, and, and it's just next man up and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. But, um, you know, this weekend we're going to be without Connor Prelip and Antoine Jean and Jacob McNary and, and Brock Guffey. And uh, I think in February those are four guys that you, you thought were going to be in your top eight or nine that would be pitching on SEC weekends. And 
I think you take four of anybody's top eight or nine out and it looks completely different. Um, the one positive that keeps you as a coach from losing your mind is that uh, you got to remind yourself that it's going to benefit the other guys who get opportunity. And Jake Eddington and Hunter Ruth and Eli Giles are, are guys that, um, you know, going into the season that they weren't projected to have big roles and they've really grown the last six weeks. And those three guys all uh, threw the ball really well uh, Tuesday night and um, they've made huge strides and, and they're going to have to pitch some uh, these last four weekends. You uh, you tweak things, and I know on midweeks you give guys opportunities, but you've been trying to find some consistency at the plate uh, from your outfield. Uh, Will Hammeter's been really good in, in right, but uh, even though you've had some good moments from guys playing center and left, night in, night out, it's been kind of difficult to do that. You you threw a different look out there on on Tuesday. I don't know if that was – a rest night, if that was an experiment, what it what it was, but when you when you, it worked in that game is my point. And and is that just something for a, a midweek deal, or is the ch- there a chance we'll see a Peyton Wilson in left field, um, perhaps this weekend, and and give a chance for the young guy there at shortstop for you, uh, maybe again in in a key moment with the conference play coming up. Yeah, you know there's a lot of reasons to like Peyton Wilson. And, and one of them is that I mean, he can just play anywhere on the field and do it well. And he's played a really good second base for us this year. And, and Peyton's a, a really versatile, outstanding player and a great teammate. And he's just like, coach, as long as I'm in lineup, I don't really care where I play. And, um, you know, Bryce Eblen is a, a young shortstop that we've liked all along. And, um, you know, he's one of those guys, I, I look at the stat sheet and I'm like, oh my gosh, how does this guy, have we only gotten this guy, whatever, 20 or 25 at bats. And, um, he's really made some nice strides in practice in the past month. And I've been wanting to get him in there more. Um, you know, regions ballpark is huge in the gaps and, um, you know, those guys have been, we've been working in center and left. They've all got strengths and weaknesses and, you know, Caden Rose is, is clearly our best defender of the group. So really felt like we needed to play him on Tuesday in center field just because the, the gaps are just so big and, and deep at regions. And, um, you know, so thought it made sense to, to give Bryce an opportunity and thought he uh, played a really good shortstop and played with really good energy and had some good at-bats and got on base a couple times. So um, that lineup, without a doubt, will, will be used again. And, um, you know, once we um, – take a deeper look in, into Missouri and the matchups and all that, then, then we'll figure out what we're going to do uh, each game this weekend. How much have you – I mean, that's a stupid question. I'm sorry. But in looking at Missouri, uh, what is it that they're kind of hanging their hat on right now? Because everybody has got something. We were talking about it – or Mike and I were talking about it a few minutes ago. I mean, there's Auburn sitting there at, at the bottom of the league, and we know the the one-run issues they've had. And they've got three teams play. – they're playing in the next four weeks that – they're all trying to catch, so it gives them a chance to to gain some ground. And basically, everybody's got some positives, even when the record may not be anywhere near what they want it to be. And Missouri's no different from that. Yeah, Curious, we've talked about this. I mean, Auburn is the—I don't even know what their league record is, but it's the best whatever three or four win SEC team I've ever seen. I mean, Auburn yeah. has a really good club. I mean, they've got a, a lot of prospects and uh, a, a lot of key pieces. And you know, they're like us; they've had more than their share of injuries on the mound and have certainly had more than their share of, of bad luck and the ball not bouncing their way. And um, that's a good lesson for our team with Missouri because Missouri has more league wins than Auburn. Um, 
and it's really weird. You look at their stat sheet and you see a team that's hitting two thirty six and pitching at a seven two team ERA, and, and you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. And well, you, you turn on the video, and Missouri has got some bazookas. I mean, this kid started for them uh, on Friday. He's going to be up to ninety eight or ninety nine, and uh, is you know this guy's going to be pitching on TV and, and when he's twenty five or twenty six. Um, you, you know, so we're going to have to do a good job this weekend of controlling the strike zone. Uh, and not getting ourselves out because Missouri has several guys on their team that they have really a lot of arm talent. Uh, and the one thing that they've got to get better at is, is not giving the opponent, you know, free bases with wild pitches and hit batters and, and walks. And uh, as a result of that, we need to do a good job of taking advantage of those when we get those opportunities. Alabama and Missouri this weekend in Tuscaloosa. Our thanks to Brad Bohannon, head coach of the Alabama baseball team, for joining us today inside the press box. Catch our daily show weekdays on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. You can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at PressBoxRadio1. That's PressBoxRadio and the number one. And, of course, we always would love to hear from you. Email us at PressBoxRadio1 at gmail.com. Again, PressBoxRadio, the number one, at gmail.com. For Chris Stewart, for J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Gray saying thanks for joining us here on the PressBox Podcast.